If you could do it over with the first client that ever hired you, what would you do differently? Our guest today knows a thing or two about overdoing it with a client. She wants you to pay attention to the ways in which you give yourself away. Because, well, while we all know in theory that you're not supposed to do it, it's so hard in practice, isn't it? Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? With me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. Why? Because I run the number one platform that helps mom entrepreneurs to build better businesses. It's called The Founding Moms, and we're always looking for women who want to get better at marketing, branding, and sales. It's a pretty awesome place. You can see it for yourself at foundingmoms.com. This week, you're going to meet a very cool entrepreneur who shares her big business blunder about overextending herself to meet a client's needs. Sound familiar? It's time for a big business blunder. Meet Kara Chase. She's a productivity and mindset coach who teaches women how to navigate life priorities while building a business. She was recruited as a special agent right out of college, and she spent 10 years waiting for it to be as cool as it looks in the movies. Spoiler alert, it's not. As one is wont to do, she decided to create a job for herself as the social media manager for the band Megadeth back in 2012, when social media was the wild, wild west and managed 13 million raving fans. Then she started her own online business, and now she loves to help her peers with the hair-pulling frustration of trying to balance building a business with needing a personal life. She truly prioritizes self-care and family, and we love that she does. So what could be Kara's biggest business blunder? Before I started my own business, I was the social media manager for the band Megadeth and Dave Mustaine, and I was managing 13 million fans across 17 social media accounts, and I was completely self-taught. So when I decided to start my own business, because I needed more flexibility as a young family, I went with what I knew, which was digital marketing. Like a lot of new entrepreneurs, I did anything and everything I could get paid for under the umbrella of digital marketing just to get some money coming in and pay the bills. Anything and everything? Ugh, we've all been there, but it still hurts my ear holes to know that we all stretched ourselves so thin out of desperation, only to realize too many years in that making your services available to everyone under the sun for any reason just does not work. Pretty early on, I signed a client who wanted a full social media strategy on a monthly basis. I was super excited to have a good chunk of recurring revenue coming in, and nothing seemed off. Everything seemed fine at first. And after a few months, this client asked me to build a website. And then over the course of the next year and a half, they asked me to create a blogging and an email marketing strategy as well. It was a lot. And before I knew it, this client was about 75% of my income. And I was turning down other clients and projects because I just didn't have the bandwidth. And that's where my business blunder began. This client started to act like they owned me. 
In fact, they'd often joke about how I should just be their employee, even though I'd made it clear that wasn't something I was interested in. And because I was so new to the world of entrepreneurship and being a service provider, I had no idea how to create healthy boundaries around that client relationship. Kara hit the nail on the head. You don't want to say no when you're starting out. It's this magic two-letter word that gives entrepreneurs so much freedom. But it's not really in our vocabulary when we're hungry, when we're just starting out, or when we're panicking about how to pay our bills. And when that client comes a-calling, oh, every 60 seconds or so, your gut tells you that something is off. But it's not really clear what you should do about it. It all came to a head one summer after more than two years of working with this client when our family decided to take our first vacation together in more than three years. I had prepped all of the marketing content ahead of time. We discussed the out-of-office plan. I turned on my email autoresponder. I was all set to go. I was so excited. It was a day into our vacation when I started receiving texts from this client about their Facebook ads. Now this client had decided to hire a different service provider specifically for Facebook ads. But here I was getting questions about a service that they weren't paying for on my first vacation in more than three years. And that was the moment I knew I had to fire this client and let go of 75% of my income. And if you've ever quit a job with nothing lined up yet, you know how scary that is. Two years with this demanding client? Three years with no vacation? I was so happy to hear this from Kara that I could just burst. You know, I have a bone to pick with entrepreneurs when I hear these stories. Unless you think I'm truly picking at you. This is really just me talking to myself. Why do these things take us so long? We know things aren't right. We have a strong sense that we shouldn't be feeling stuck in certain situations. But that shame crawls in pretty quickly. The stuff that pushes us to doubt ourselves, to think that we need to carry on and persevere because of all that keep calm and carry on crap. If you're hearing what I'm hearing from Kara, and you're feeling stuck in something right this very minute, it's time to get out. Those excuses you're serving yourself, let's quit that crap too. Oh, but it'll be such a huge money loss. Oh, but I'll let so many people down. Oh, but I'm gonna let myself down. Um, no, you're not. What did Kara learn here? Number one, never let a single client account for that much of your time and income. And number two, have good boundaries around the work you do for others. And I've had many clients since then, some great, some not so great, but never again have I put myself in the uncomfortable situation of one client having so much control over my time, my attention, and my ability to put food on the table. Yes, Kara, yes. It's hard to explain when things are just not worth it to folks new in business. We throw just not worth it around without explanation because a lot of it is an intuitive feeling we get that's kind of indescribable. You just know. 
You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Text or call me at 708-872-7878 and leave me a message so that I can talk to you in a future episode. Then go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave a review. Pretty please. It helps other listeners discover these entrepreneurial stories so that they can build better businesses. Shout out to Lindsay, Aaron, and Kara for making this podcast with me. You can learn more from Kara and how she can help you create solid business boundaries by going to karachase.com. That's C-A-R-A-C-H-A-C-E dot com. And hey, thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week. <laughs>